Sichat Hazayin, yeah, Freyd Chanshu Shampurim. Sichat Hazayin, Dash Yechelen Lot Litzayek, the cold Mama Daka, it's a Akka Gedolim Ma'oid, Velo Yishma Shum Adam Kwal. A bit of a famous, perhaps one of the more famous statements from Rabbi Nachman and Sichas Haran. Person has the ability to be able to scream, cold Mama Daka, it's a Akka Gedolim Ma'oid, Velo Yishma Shum Adam Kwal, and nobody will hear it. A person has the ability to scream without anybody hearing it. Well, we'll see what this means in a second, but I'll explain it first what, what, how it's possible. And then I'll explain, uh, we'll hopefully we'll explain a little bit more what the Indian of screaming without, uh, without any hearing. The, the scream that you're screaming is not actually a scream. It's a very, very quiet, silent scream. Everybody has the ability to do that. Not only a ventriloquist, everybody can do this. How does it work? You imagine in your brain, the actual scream, you imagine yourself yelling and screaming in your brain. Put that call of tzaka into your machshava. Don't just say, okay, I'm screaming now. Imagine yourself involved in the scream. Imagine what type of scream is it going to be. There's different types of scream. There's yelling, there's, there's with words, without words, screaming Abba. There's different ways to scream. But imagine really the words that you're screaming, the way you're screaming, how loud you're screaming, how long you're screaming for. Right, the Rebbe writes out there in other places that the machshava is a tremendous kayach, and, and when a person really is able to think of a reality, a person can create reality. As long as you think of it with all the with all the little details of it, a person really puts it into his machshava. A person has the ability to mamash create reality. It's the same thing. A person wants to think tzaka. Don't just think, okay, I need to scream right now. I want to scream to really think and be able to be mizbeinin, be able to be put put it into the machshava that called tzaka. And then you'll be able to do it. It's going to escape a little bit. No one's going to be able to hear. It's going to be so quiet that no one's going to be able to hear. So you're going to scream a scream in your brain that's so loud that in your brain is a reality, but no one's going to be able to hear. It's not... So it's not some sort of perm spiel that you're doing, that you're making believe you're screaming. You really are screaming. is in, in the lungs. That's where the, the call comes out of the lungs. And there are little, uh, you know, little, I'm not sure the proper English translation, little uh, arteries maybe. Going from the reya, from the uh, from the lungs to the mayach. Again, I don't know the science, but as opposed to going from the lungs out to the out the mouth, it has the ability to go from the lungs all the way up to the brain. And that same lungs, which can create a tzaka, which comes down, has the ability to take the tzaka and put it all the way up to the mayach. You could be standing in the middle of a packed, packed room. You could be in the middle of MPGS shopping on Thursday afternoon. And... You can scream in your brain and nobody will be able to hear. Sometimes it comes at a little bit of a sound. Even when it does come out, that's just okay. It escaped a little bit into the mouth, but most of the, most of the scream is taking place in your brain. And not, and not, and not lamaisa. Without, without words, it's even easier to scream. When a person doesn't make any sounds, it's even easier because then it doesn't have to escape through the mouth. It could just go straight up to the brain. And there's a little bit of sound, then it's a little bit harder to be able to mamish think that in your brain. That's what Nachman tells us. What's the what's the Indian in this? Like, what, first of all, what's the point? What's the point of screaming? <laughs> it's very nice to say, what's the point of screaming? 
And a person has the ability to scream and you can scream even when you're amongst the crowd and crowded. But what's the purpose of screaming? Why would a person want to scream? So it's very healthy to scream. That's the real truth. It's a very, very healthy thing to do to scream. That a person can really let out his emotions. When a person's feeling aggravated, when a person's feeling anxious, when a person's feeling upset, one of the things that helps calm a person down is for Yifan Chazal, is when a person yells, it calms a person down. Now, when you yell out of kas, that's not a healthy thing to do. Right? It's not a good thing to do to yell out of anger. You yell out of anger at somebody else, you yell out of anger at something. It's not a good thing to do. You're expressing your anger in a way which is harmful. But when a person is feeling a certain, a certain tension inside of him, sometimes it's a very, very healthy thing to do to push it to scream. Now, the issue is, the issue with screaming is very embarrassing. Yeah, he's standing middle shul and middle shman asrei, and he should have a desire to get close to Hashem, or you feel terrible about an aver that you did, or you need parnasa very badly, or you need a refuah very badly, and you just go, okay, you can either just like dava like nicely, very quietly, but you feel like Rabbanishim, I want to scream on top of my lungs that I need this, I need Mashiach now, I need this Yeshua, I need this parnasa, I need something, and I don't want to just like okay talk, about, I want to scream. So the issue is if you do that in the middle of the shul, in the middle of davening, it's going to be very embarrassing. So Rachman's telling you, don't worry, you can be amongst the people, be davening with a minion of a thousand people, and you in your brain, if you use the kayach and the mayach, Rabbi Nachman talks a lot about the power of the imagination. The power of imagination is a very, very powerful thing. It's one of the most powerful tools of the Yetzirah. If not the most powerful tool, the Yetzirah gets us caught up in that world of dimyon. But if you use it in the proper way, in a healthy way, use Ravayi Hashem, a person has the ability to use that kol, use that kayach of dimyon in a very healthy way. And a person can be amongst other people and has the ability to scream to really let one's feelings come out without actually coming out, right? If it sets in the right side, if a person screams at somebody else, if you're angry at somebody else, right? it's such an unbelievable thing. You're angry at somebody else. Yeah, so you wanna, the, one of the ways to calm down your anger, and again, this is from Fan Chazal, is to actually vent your anger to that person, to let them know what you think. Right? It's a very healthy, very healing thing to do. You're angry at the guy, the guy messed you over in business, so either you could just ignore it and bury the feelings, that's not a healthy thing to do, it's not an emotionally healthy thing to do. You're just burying the things underneath. Or you can get over it, okay, which is also great. But sometimes it's very difficult to get over it. You, you just feel like, I just want to tell the guy what my feelings are. I want to let the guy know what I think. So to be assessed, what should he do? Take your, take, your, uh, take your feelings, take a piece of paper, put all your feelings out on a piece of paper. Write everything you feel about the guy. Don't hold anything back. Don't let any curses back. Don't let any bad names you want. To write everything you feel on a piece of paper. Write a letter to the guy, dear or whatever. This is what I feel about you. You messed me over. You made my life miserable. You made me terrible. You don't realize you. You don't even, you don't even care about me. You think it wasn't a big deal. You don't understand the repercussions. Write everything down on a paper. Don't leave anything back. Put all of your feelings out on a paper. Then Zuck the PSS said, don't send it to the guy, obviously. Stand in a room with the piece of paper and read the piece of paper. But don't just read it. Yell the piece of paper with all the emotions that you felt when you read it. Do this every day, day in, day out. He says, don't give up. Do this every day, day in, day out. And slowly what's going to happen is a lot of your feelings of anger towards the guy are slowly going to start to dissipate. And he says by day number three or four, if you're a little bit more sensitive person, Kobe's going to take till day number 10 or 12 or 15. Slowly those things are going to dissipate and you're going to find yourself reading the letter like, I can't believe I really said that about the guy. Like, the guy's bad, but he's not a Nazi. You know what I mean? Like, I just, like, I went a little bit far. I was very angry at the guy. The guy messed me over, but I, maybe I took it a little bit too far. And you start to read it and read it again and again and again. And slowly, all of your feelings of anger against the guy will dissipate until you, you rip up the letter and never want anybody to see it again in your life. He says, why does that happen? Because you, you want to vent the anger that you have to the person. You want to really scream at the person and let the guy know what you feel. The only issue with doing that is it will make you feel better but it'll make the guy feel worse. When that guy feels worse, what's he gonna do? He's gonna react to the anger that you have at him and he's gonna scream back at you. Now when he screams back at you, so all of the, all the tension that you just got out when you scream at him, 
is now going to start building up again because he's screaming back at you. He's telling you, yeah, really, I met, you messed me. I didn't mess you over. You messed me over. You didn't even know how bad you messed me over, how much money. Right? The guy's right away answering back all of your claims and now getting upset. Here I had these five reasons why the guy messed me over. And he's claiming that those five reasons are not good reasons. And not only that, he has 10 reasons why I messed him over. So you start yelling back at him. So now all the tension that you just you know, got rid of by screaming at him is just going to continue to build because he's screaming back at you. And it's just a never-ending cycle of anger and yelling and, and just screaming. So the eight says, scream. But don't scream at the guy. It says write the letter and scream and, and, and get your feelings out without actually doing it to the person. And Abraham's saying the same thing. I'm not going to start writing with a letter, but it's the same thing. Whether it's feelings of anger towards a person, whether it's feelings of desperation, whether it's feelings of, of desire to get close to Hashem, whether it's feelings of I want to get out of the place I'm in, get it out. Don't leave it. Don't leave it where it is. Don't just leave it there and just try to bury it and say, okay, it's fine. Don't worry. I'm not angry at the guy. doesn't matter. I'm, I'm happy. Everything's good. No, get the feelings out. But sometimes you don't have the ability to let them out in the way that you would like to. To let them out you know, with full force, screaming, yelling at the person, yelling at Hashem, or, or screaming about what, you know, what's going wrong in your life, about how sad and how angry you are and how anxious you are, but let it out. Nachman's like, don't leave it stuck in that place of in that place of your heart. Get it from your heart. Get it to your brain. Make it a reality. It says, keep it MS and it's your claw. This is not some you know, it's not some dimion that's just a dimion. It, it's a reality. You had the ability and the chance to express yourself without all the negative repercussions of expressing yourself by screaming. And I think that's you know one of the one of the important things he's telling us about is that we should get it out, but get it out in a way that it's healthy. And I think also just in terms of davening itself, davening itself, if we recognize we get very, very limited when we daven. You know, we know how how long we're supposed to daven for, we know how we're supposed to daven, we know what words are supposed to say, we know how much we're supposed to shuckle, we don't want to make a fool out of ourselves. Not gonna sell us okay. I understand that you're worried about making a fool out of yourself a cent, but but don't let that don't let that hold you back from davening a davening, which is which is the, the greatest, loudest screaming davening that you can do. Daven with your full heart. You don't want to do that publicly because it's embarrassing. Okay, but don't don't let that hold you back from davening the way you need to daven. You need to scream. You need to put your effort into. You need to put all your kaychas into. Imagine yourself chuckling very much. Imagine yourself screaming. Imagine yourself davening a longer shemana essay. But but really imagine it. Use the power of imagination to be able to bring that into a reality and to not. Live Limit ourselves to the davening that we're used to, which is it's nice and it's quiet. We're not disturbing anyone. We're not bothering anyone. We're not making a fool of our, out of ourselves. Nachman says, at least in your head, you can make a fool out of yourself. At least in your head, daven the davening the way you would really like to, if there weren't other people around. You know, one of the great things about children, one of the great things about children, is children don't live with with social anxiety. Children aren't trying to figure out what people are going to think about them. Right? When a kid's angry, a kid yells. When a kid's upset, a kid yells. A kid's able to express their full gamut of emotions 100% of the time. They don't, they don't think about repercussions. They tell the parents, I hate you, I never want to see you again. And five minutes later, I love you. You're the greatest parents in the world. They tell the friend, you never could come over to ask for a play date. They yell at the parents, they scream. They're able to really express themselves. It's a very healthy thing to do, but it's not so healthy when you're doing it to other people constantly. And there's a lot of times negative repercussions when you're expressing all your feelings to other people. Or it's, it's, it, it can be negative when you're doing that out loud and we're doing that publicly and we're doing that in a way where either it's embarrassing or it's hurting the other person. Renachman says, nevertheless, don't hold them back. Let it out, just let it out in your brain. Let it up and make it a reality. Don't just say I'm upset at the guy. Think it through. Why are you upset at the guy? What, what's bothering you about him? Try to really play the conversation in your head in a very realistic way and it will help, it will help ease some of that tension. Same thing both with davening and with in general, with screaming in general. It's a very, very healthy thing to do to be able to express ourselves properly, to be able to be litzik pekal mamadaka but sa'aka gedolamai, to scream, but scream without actually making any noise. And it's very important. They, they asked the Baal Shem one time, one time, why you know why why Hasidim move around so much during davening? You guys are always like moving your hands and shaking and shuckling and screaming. You guys stand stand straight. 
So you're moving around the whole davening. You guys are making so much noise. It's such a ruckus during davening. Before the Baal Shem Tev came around, people went to shul. They buttoned up the jacket. They stood like a mensch, like they spoke to daven. They chuckled a little bit. They didn't chuckle. I right? know there were big tzaddikim who didn't chuckle. They held that, you know, you don't even move in front of a king. Okay, like, that's what Shemtev, what are you doing? Like this whole new movement is so, it so, makes so much noise. So he said, you would never ask that question to a guy who's screaming and yelling and shaking his hands around who's drowning, in, who's drowning in the ocean. You watch a guy drowning in the ocean, he's failing his hands, he's screaming, he's yelling, he's doing whatever he could. Why don't you tell a guy, calm down. Stop, stop moving your hands around so much. It's not healthy, it's not good. Calm down. So, hello, can anybody help me? Just do it quietly. You don't do that, because the guy's drowning. The guy, he needs to get out, he needs to. Well, Shanta said, when the Yid's davening, Yid realizes, I, I, I'm stuck in a place where I'm not close to, to the Rabbi Ayolam. I want to be closer to Hashem. I want to be double to the Rabbi Hashem. And, and you do whatever you could. So maybe we're not holding by the place where we're ready to embarrass ourselves publicly, ready to make a, you know, you know do like a Carlin davening in the middle of, you know, middle of the... Middle of a regular, and the Stibli, you definitely could do it. But if you want to go middle of Satmer, middle of a regular Shul, maybe we're not holding, but I'm not saying, but do it in your brain at least. Don't limit yourself to say, okay, if I'm not holding by doing that publicly, so I'm not going to do it. Do it in your brain. Allow it to express itself. I'm doing that. To have a real, real scream. Call Rash Gadol, which comes at the same time with Kodamamadaka.